do you think the pros get to a point where this is like, I'm getting paid regardless. Like if I freaking drop this ball, I'm still getting paid. Absolutely. It sucks. And <clears throat> like, it sucks. It, it does. I, I, that I won't argue, but, but it is a, <clears throat> it's a reality. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we are so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. So what does it what does it mean to have my cup overflow? Yeah, the what's, funny, that, what's it mean? The funny thing you say that is, I literally had a conversation with a, with some people at work about overflowing cups, and really? it was it was from the standpoint of like the good juice. I'm giving you the good juice, and like you either need to <clears throat> take it and drink it or give it to somebody else. Yeah, um, because like if you over if it starts to overflow, it starts to get wasted. That's kind of where okay I went with that one, but. but Maybe it was different for you. Well, well, I <clears throat> when I asked you that, I had told you I had an amazing day yesterday. For sure. I was with people <clears throat> from 8.30 a.m. until 6.30 p.m. yesterday, nonstop. Now, that's just for me, just so you, you understand who I am. That's draining for me, right? Except, uh, so at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm wore out. I'm tired. I'm not energized because I'm not that huge extrovert. I'm more of an introvert. But... Being with people yesterday and being with the kind of people that I was with yesterday, I I, um, I was with Parnell Davis and we were touring Southeast Iowa and Southeast Iowa. So we were Mount Pleasant. We went over to Wayland, Iowa. Uh, doggone it. I can't remember the other town we were in now. It's, it's something of a blur, but he was just introducing me to people uh, that contribute to his ministry that he runs. Sure. And so I'm shaking hands with people and when I tell you my cup overflows, what I'm saying is my heart was overflowing with just like good feelings. Uh, my soul felt fed. Like there's just, I don't know how to describe it. Sure. It was just a really cool day where I was energized with people. And um, even though it's draining for me at the end of the day, there's another piece of me that, that probably gets filled from that. And so that was my question is, is like, what does it mean to you? And like, can you, can you think of a time when, when your when your heart was full like that, well, I you know, I think there's my my thing is like the tank, you know the the tank is full and like I feel, I'm feeling good, so like your your glass and my tank are this it's a, it's the same type of analogy kind of thing. Yeah, I think there's I think there's days where you just like the stars align that day and everything just felt really really good yeah. and it clicked <clears throat> and the interactions were fantastic and like there was never that punch in the gut moment where just something just like it went wrong. There was, was never great. an, like yesterday for me, it was never awkward, right? Sometimes you meet somebody new and it's like, uh, yeah. How, so how are, th you know, and you don't sure. know where to go with a conversation. Yeah, no, I it's, you need more of those days. The problem is you don't get a lot of those days. So when you get one of those days, like you truly have to embrace the fact that your tank is getting full, yeah. your glasses full, whatever you, how, whatever you want to look at it. But I mean that those, those can carry you on. I mean, I, I can see it in your eyes today. Like you're still kind of, you know, fired up a little bit about yeah, yesterday and yeah. like how long, how long can you keep that glass full now? You know, well, here's the thing is when it overflows, um, 
that's a good thing is because then it, then it can fall into somebody else. Right. And so, uh, I I think there's a, I mean, I'm almost trying to make it a literal trans transference of like the stuff that's in me flowing outward. Right. So how long, I don't know. I know it can get replenished. Yeah. I know, I know it can get drained obviously, but yeah. So you, so you basically, you said, you know, like when it overflows, like it, it flows into someone else and like my, the way that I was teaching it this week was when it overflows, we're wasting. Mm. Like we got to keep it, ta- you know, right. top of the line, tapped off, you know, so like it's it's always right there. And if we keep pouring into something or someone and they're just not accepting it and it's not working and it's basically just water all over the table, like you're just wasting so much good stuff. Yeah, and it's either because they're the thing that you're trying to fill isn't very big and you've overfilled it yeah. or it's because they've got a, uh, some type of a lid on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or the spout is really small yeah. at the top and it's just trickling in there. You're pouring into a glass of water that has a lid on the top and <laughs> now you're the moron cause you're trying to fix something yes. and help someone. They don't want any help. Uh, yeah. So many good analogies. You know what, you know what, uh, drains my tank or my, uh, glass. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what you're pointing at and what we were talking about. So what else does it, does it drain something? Else? Teams that <laughs> should win. Yeah. Don't hmm. like, obviously you and I were talking about this whole gambling thing and this is, a yeah. big, this is new for us now. And, and you know, I've never gambled. I, I work, I work very hard for my money and a lot of my, the guys at work are gambling. So I just download it and see what's going on. And, the one thing that I do love about Matt it, Matt Fippen's a follower. Well, I was just, I wasn't so much a follower <laughs> from the standpoint. No, I know. I wasn't so much of a follower from the standpoint of that. I was, it was just like, could I, could I make some money off this? If I, if I treated it like, like a business, could I dump some money yeah, into it and sure. see what I could get back in an investment? You know, I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm up, you know, I'm not down. Um, I, I can see how people can get sucked into this and it's like, mm. you know what? Well, my car, I'm going to put my car in. I'm going to do like, and then they're, they're down and out. But the frustrating part is like when you pick a team and you go on paper, man, like they should not even be close to losing this. And then they get destroyed. You know, I put money on, uh, I think it was golden state warriors and they were like an 80 to 20 favorite to win. And I'm like, there's no chance they're losing. So I parlayed it with something else. And like, like I can make it make, make some good money. Now, keep in mind, I'm putting a buck to five bucks. So I'm not changing the world or, you know, yeah, changing my yeah. pocketbook. But I'm watching the game on TV and Curry's missing layups. And he's shooting. It looks like he's just he's just throwing balls up in the Is air. Is this the game when the lights went out? I did see that on ESPN. He was remember. hot. And then the I, lights I went, went out to bed. for a minute. I don't know. I went to bed. And then after that, it was he was like 0 for 11 the rest of the game. The game was horrible. Like you're watching. It reminded me of a game with young kids when they're learning how to play basketball and they're dribbling the ball off their leg and they're throwing the ball. Yeah. And it's, it's hitting at the bottom <laughs> of the, the rim and clanking down. Like yeah. it was painful to watch. So then I'm like, this was like the first quarter and they were, they were, they had 12 points in the first quarter. Yeah. 12. And I went, okay, this isn't good, but optimistic goes, oh, there's three quarters left. Like they're going to turn it around. They're going to be good. I went to bed, woke up at midnight or whatever. So I popped on the app and it was like, dude, they got beat by 30. <laughs> like a team that they should not have been even close to losing to beat them by 30 points. So a bunch of different business analogies come in. You know, when you take your foot off the gas and you, uh, you have this team coming to town where you go, you know what, there's no chance they're going to show up tonight and 
play us. We're going to just smash them. The mentality then is, well, my passes won't be as crisp. I won't take the best shots. Like I won't play the best because we're better than them. We're going to, we're going to beat them. And then they get, then, then they get beat. And I remember back in the day in high school, like we played, I can't remember what, maybe West union or one of these teams where we shouldn't have lost, but we all went into it. Like with these, this chip on our shoulder, like we're better than you guys. And we got freaking destroyed. And I remember on the bus going home and nobody talked because like, it was like this, holy shit. We just went to West Union and they just threw this a beating of our life and we should not have lost that game. So then you look at the stats. So I'm going through all the hours and hours of like you could, I mean, you could get lost in the amount of stats and you're all the players were there. Like they had all the, all the, all the right guys. So you're looking at it from the business standpoint. If I open my doors today, um, I look at my, we call it a G list of everybody that works today, man, we're, we're stacked today. We got, we got a lot of good players today. We should be winning today. But what happens when one of those star players says, I'm going to mail it in today or gets one big sale and goes, uh, I'm going I'm to coast today. I'm like, yep. I'm good now. I mean, right. that that affects me as the gambler yeah. because I need them to play at full power. Well, you, I mean, you're in, basically have an expectation that they will. Well, they should. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm paying like, <laughs> like, I mean, it, like think, think about the fans, you know, there's been times where, um, some coworkers have gone to NBA games sure. to see the star player sure. and last minute he, they don't play him. It's a rest today, which is complete BS. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's that from the standpoint of when we build our daily roster, which is our schedule and we put the players in place to perform, it's for the customer. So, I'm going to give my customer the best experience. We're going to win today in front of you because I'm putting my best team on, on, on the floor. Now we also have the subs and like the part time. Like, I mean, you could, there's so many awesome analogies around, you know, this and and what we're talking about. But you know, if, if you have one star player that goes, you know what, I'm just not feeling it today. I'm going to be there, but I'm not going to be there. And we need them to be there. You lose by 30. You know, when you have a person that's just, I'm just not feeling it, you'll lose by 30. When you have a person that says, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm going to coast today, you get beat by 30. And, you know, like I lose a buck. In the grand scheme of things, it's a dollar. But in the grand scheme, I shouldn't have lost a buck. I should have won two something or whatever, whatever that, that, that number would have been. <laughs> right. But because of the team, like it was just, it was painful to watch. So as a coach or a business person, like, your team needs to show up every day if they have the right culture, if they have the right personalities, if they have the right drive, your team will, your team will always show up. But those star players sometimes think that they can just, I'm just going to coast today. Cause I'm always, There's I'm always all sorts star. of factors that f- figure into it. You know, it could be somebody went and partied the night before some guys come back and play incredibly well that night with virtually no sleep. Uh, it could be that two guys got into it in the locker room and it doesn't leave, you know, it doesn't get out in the public. Right. Or there's this tension. Maybe there's a, uh, there's a woman involved between the two. Oh, of them, for right? sure. There's you know, who knows what it is. And so suddenly I look at that guy and I'm like, I'm not passing him the ball. I see he's open, but I'm not going to give him the ball. I'm going to take my shot or I'm going to go that to, instead of on the left side of the court, I'm going to go to the right side of the court. And and these guys have this, you know, obviously this freedom and this, flexibility because of who they are as professional athletes to make those decisions. But 
to assume that there is no, no like negative human element involved in it, it would be completely naive. That's true in, in business too, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk with you today. I, you made me mad yesterday, Matt. So guess what? Uh, this note that I was supposed to pass on to you today, uh, I get to it tomorrow. I can't deal with you today. So, so there's a p- potential, or it might be something like you're just, you're not feeling well, or you're distracted because you're excited about vacation. Uh, maybe you're excited about this new relationship you're entering into. There's again, all these things that can take you off of your a game. Right. And so that's what, when we talk about being a professional there, the best people don't take off days. They don't have off days or they figure out how, you know, because they can't be a hundred and they can't be a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time we're oh. humans. And so I've got the cold today. Well, you know what? My best today is going to be probably about 88% of what I normally am. But uh, you, you, you've just got to have a commitment to, to step it up. And I think the best teams, what they do is the best teams call each other out when that's happening. They go, okay, Mayhew, you're not bringing it today. Like, What's up? Get, let's go. Come on. And yeah. they either, they, they know how to light my, my fire, right? They either kick me in the butt or they put my, an arm around me and carry me on, along a little, you know, until I shape up. Yeah. It's just crazy though. Like when you have a team that hits, like they're hitting, the entire team's hitting mm-hmm. and then they don't put any runs on the board. Like literally one game <laughs> first inning through the ninth inning, it's all zeros. And it's like, how in the hell did that even happen? Like, you look at all the stats and like, there's been an incredible defense. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the pitching was. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's it's the human factor. Like, that's that's part of it too. But I also think too, like, your team ups and downs. If if you guys are winning, everybody's feeling good. But when you start striking out and you start, you know, flying out and you get thrown out and all all these things, it's like, well, like, it just trickles down. I know that you, uh, we have listeners that are, are big time Cubbies fans, sure. right? I'm a very passive baseball fan, but I did watch, what, what years did they win the World Series? 16 or 17? I don't remember. It was one of the two. One of those okay. years. And if you remember what happened in game seven, there was a massive rain delay. It was like an hour and a half rain delay. I think the Cubs were not hitting well to start that game. And for the life of me, I can't remember the player's name. So I know there's people listening. Go ahead and send us an email on that. <laughs> you know, tell us who it is. But what happened is he gets in there. He was the old man of the group. And he oh. gave them that uplifting speech. Like, come on, we Let's made go. it. Like, this is our time. Yeah. And they came out and they won. And it was the most satisfying World Series I have ever watched. Um, again, as a passive fan with doesn't have a lot of skin in the game for any team, it was amazing to watch what happened that night and to break that what 108 year drought or whatever it was between world championships. Incredible. Yeah. And what, you know, if you think about had that rain not happened, had he not stepped up, maybe he was like too shy, too bashful, didn't have the confidence to step up. The Cubs still win. Probably not. Two things had to happen, but that's just two of a thousand things that had to happen that evening. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, they're going to get paid no matter what. Like they, they play the game, win or lose, they're getting paid. You know, and they're getting paid in these, in, these in outlandish salaries that you oh, just yeah. go, holy <laughs> crap, like he's making this per inning, like per pitch. He's like, you do, you do the breakdowns of what his salary is over, you know, he had a, you know, 10,000 pitches thrown at him, like, and he made this per pitch. It's like, really? Holy crap. Like they're just incredible amounts of money. Do they mail it in? 
Like does that team always want to win every single day? Or, you know, you do like a a three game, you know, you're traveling and like you're on the road, like you just go, I just want to be back in my own bed. You know, like, let's just get home. Like we're home tomorrow. Do you see that? And then the, the team that should not lose loses, you know, do, do they take the foot off the gas or do they, you know, because I think of like high school teams, like me in sports, like we always wanted to win. Like there was never a game where we're like, you know what, we'll just mail it in today, guys, win or lose, like whatever, we'll, we can play tomorrow. We, we, we went in, besides that one game we were talking about, thinking, you know, that we're like, we want to win this. And, you know, like when you take your foot off the gas, like we did at West Union, we got destroyed. Yeah. But when, like when you go into it going, you're like, we have a good, like we're going to win this game tonight. We're going to play, play good. We're not pros. We're not making you know pro money or doing all that stuff. Do you think the pros get to a point where they're just like, I'm getting paid regardless? Like if I freaking drop this ball, I'm still getting paid. Absolutely. It sucks. And <clears throat> like it sucks. It, it does. I, I that I won't argue. But but it is a <clears throat> it's a reality. Oh, for sure. Uh and, and uh, to be fully honest with you, I mean, I enjoy watching pro sports. To some degree, uh, I again not a huge, huge follower of any particular sport. Basketball has always been the one I've been most interested in, but co- that's why I've always, over the years, have enjoyed watching college basketball uh, because it still seemed pure, pure in this sense of we're here to win a national championship or a conference championship together. We are here to build something. We only have four years when, you know, you're in the program. So it's always interesting to me. And you'd listen to the, to the commentators talk about how stepping up in their senior year, because suddenly what happens is the end is inevitable. Right. Yeah. And it, my times, this is my last shot. And they like have this incredible breakout year the urgency creates that, that level of performance. Oh yeah. I mean, they're the college player is chasing if they're good, a pro contract. Like they're trying to get picked up by, I I don't disagree, but they're also, I think that, that they're still young enough that they want to win that championship. No, I, yeah, I agree. I agree with that 200%. And I think it's, it goes back to the, you know, they just graduated high school. Now they're in the, the college. They still have that same mentality. Right. But a lot of those guys that have the drive have wanted to be an NBA player since they were five Little years boy. old. Yep. And they're chasing yep. that dream of like, I have, I have the potential to go first, second, third round. Yeah. If I, if I play good. So they're chasing that. And that, that's gotta be a huge incentive, right? Absolutely. You, you, it is. I mean, but how long, so like when you do make it and you do get drafted and you are on a team, how long does it take before like the glass mm. you start going, I'm getting paid regardless, man. Like I'm partying tonight. I'm gonna have a good time. Like we're going to give a 20 year old man a hundred million dollars to play the game he loves. Yep. And you've come from virtually nothing. Right. Yeah. And oh, that is life changing. And I know that they have all sorts of coaches and mentors and, you know, things around that, but how easy would it be like to check out it'd be so easy like when you basically know right now that i am set for life if you make good if you make good decisions you're going to be set for life (laughs) it's crazy to think about a hundred million dollars and you could screw it over absolutely and there's there's so many players that have like just you know like gambling yeah you know like uh talking to some some guys that i know that you know played pro football like on the planes 
they're throwing mad money in the back of the plane down, you know, betting on stuff and playing cards and like losing this. And it's like, (laughs) holy crap. So it can be gone in, in a snapshot in time. But, you know, like once you make it and then you get, I mean, think about all the things that if you're good endorsement deals. So here's a, here's Adidas, here's Under Armour, here's this company through like wear this, wear that. Um, the women, mm-hmm. like you're a good looking guy. All these ladies, like, you, you know, like are that, you just that, trying to say there's opportunities, I, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, there's opportunities. Like, but it, it takes your eyes off of what's, what's sure your, what your work. Like it's your a work distraction. Ethic, all these things. Like, yeah, I'm a guy that I work out after every game and do this. Oh, well now we're going out to the club after the words. Well, I got to no, we're going to the club. Yeah. And then you don't, you miss your workout or, you know, you have too much, too much alcohol at the club. And the next day when you're ready to go, like you're just feeling like dog shit. Because yeah. you put yourself in a, in a bad spot. Now, if I'm that 10-year-old kid at the stadium getting ready to watch you and you come out and you can just tell, like, it's not good right now, it's not fair to me as, the, as a fan. That's what I loved about Michael Jordan. And that's why I think he is the greatest of all time is because he used to say that. There is somebody in the stands watching me live for the first time. And this may be the only time they ever get to see me. And it's maybe a dad who brought his son or whatever the case is. Yeah. And it was why he really held himself to a high standard. Um, you know, Jordan wasn't perfect, obviously, but that was one of the things like when you think about the 96 bulls that went 72 and 10, they only lost 10 games that year. At one point, I think they had won 25 in a row. They may have opened the season like 25 and 0 or something. It was some ridiculous number. And it was because he had just come back because his tanks were overflowing from his baseball experience. And he was hungry. And he was, he came back uh, with a different physique. And it was amazing to see what they did. Uh, And he, he essentially willed the rest of the players on that team to win and to have his drive. And that's why he was punching Kerr in the face. You know, (laughs) yeah, it's not necessarily the way we're going to do it, but like it worked for them. Well, here's what I need. I need the Cubs, (laughs) Yankees, the Red Sox, Cleveland, the Brewers, New York, the Phillies, Seattle, the White Sox, St. Louis to show up today. I have $14 riding on you guys winning today. So I could buy maybe some dinner tonight for my wife <laughs> if we go out to eat, if, if, if I have a good day. So moral of the story, team, like my dollar's on the line. Show up, please. Thank you. There you go. All right, I'm Matt. No, I'm Jim. We'll see you next week. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim, and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.